Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Uh, Jen, would you like to podcast today? I would love nothing more than to podcast with you today. But first, I'm going to tell everybody, you know what? If you accidentally happen on this I'm Mom So Hard podcast, you can intentionally find us wherever podcasts are listened to. You can, you can find, find us, us on, on where, where are those fancy places? Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, the, YouTube. At the I Mom So Hard podcast. You can watch you can, us. You can watch us, which I highly recommend. You can Google uh, us. My eyebrows are excessive today. I'm just trying something new. They look new. nice. And so do your you like lips. Them? Yeah. Thanks. I'm using a plumper. Yeah. I tried one of your plumpers once and I thought I was going to have to go to the hospital. You don't mess yeah. around with lip plumpers. They should be illegal. I think the one like, I put on was illegal. It It's like a stinging hornet from like Siam or something. I don't know. Do you it's remember like, when I put it on and then you convinced my husband to put it on and he almost started <laughs> crying? <laughs> he was such a baby about it. He was like, oh, it really hurts. He both, was, oh man. The funny thing was both our husbands put, w- watching a man put on lip gloss that is not used to doing it. And there's some that probably put it on better than me. But these two guys were like st- stabbing themselves in the yeah. lip with this lip plumper wand and then like making this weird face like they had never noticed they had lips before. Well, they held they, the wand and moved their lips. <laughs> <laughs> so they were like, tracing their mouth around this like and then they both were such ninnies about it it was wonderful I was like you have no idea what women endure just to look beautiful like let's just plucking my eyebrows feels like I'm being punished I have an encyclopedia of tasks and my husband is like shower shave brush his teeth and then he's he's ready yeah same 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 and it takes five seconds and I'm like hey can you just do something that feels like it level, level the playing field. Can you like handle your your knees that are ashy? And I don't know why that is because you're the whitest man I've ever met in my whole life. <laughs> but you have ashy knees. Can you? He needs to exfoliate. I know he wouldn't know what that. He would think you were asking him to change a carburetor. Well, um, well, I'm trying to deflect the conversation that we intended to have because Kristen doesn't want to talk about what we're going to talk about. But I do want to talk about it. I do want to talk about it, and I, I. I want to talk about this thing because I think it's really important when you're experiencing something to talk out loud about it and not, we tell our kids, talk about your feelings, talk about your experiences, tell us how you feel. We got to be prepared to do it ourselves, right? Isn't that, isn't that the goal? Yeah. And I have developed this theory about emotion in the time that like everything in the world is so heightened right? emotion wise. And I think it's that like, What you feel like sometimes can be so unbearable, like the feeling doesn't go away. But if you get it out of your mouth, it's not all in you. You're not like carrying it around 
as much. You're you're getting to like spread it out a little bit, which I'm not saying do that with anger, but I am saying do that with your sad feelings. Do it well. And if you are somebody like me who's like, hey, anger is really easy, but sadness, vulnerability, um, uh, insecurity, those are hard feelings. Like those are the next, but anger can just cover everything. So I'm trying really hard to be present with how I feel, which sounds like really bougie because that's not, I'm, you know, it sounds headier than I am as a person. I'm sort of a, a brass tax person, but let's get to. It's, it's, it's the adult thing though, because it's like, there really are only two emotions. There's joy and there's sad Sadness. and sad means you're scared. Yeah. And, and that's why people get mad because they're scared of losing something. Yeah. Or I lost my car keys, which is I get real pissed. You've already the, lost I'm already something. mad. I'm already mad. Yeah. But uh, Blame is a different thing. We'll blame, get into that some other day. Blame is a delightful. That's a tool <laughs> and a skill. And we'll get into that later. That I can unpack that for hours. But I, um, uh, I'm working on That's my thesis. Yeah. Blame how to do it and do it right. Uh, today, we're going to talk about something that's it is sad, but we're going to talk about it in a way that feels okay um but finn is my son and he is a fourth grader and he is nine and he'll be 10 in about six weeks and we have started this school year the entire year has been in remote learning we are in california where the numbers are the highest in the country we are enduring covid unlike almost everybody else so when they say hospitals are overrun and people are getting sick, it is real for us. It is a very real thing. And um, my, my son's teacher, Mr. Glover, died of COVID over the Christmas break. And he was a big fan of Finn. Big fan. And Finn was a big fan of his. And mm -hmm. I heard about Mr. Glover from you a lot. Like the whole family really liked him and you were like, man, we got Mr. Glover. That's yeah, the teacher, man. The Everybody loves him. Everybody loves yeah. him because he originally taught first grade and then he went to fourth grade. So there are teachers at the, or kids at this school that he had twice. So the oh, thing yeah. I, the thing I liked about him so much is, and what is so strange about this world we're living in, and I think you can agree, like, we have more access to our teachers now in remote learning than we did when they're going to school. So you hear their voices yeah. kind of all day and you, like, maybe accidentally walk into the frame and say hi or you, you know, you just, the although it's weird because you're in this like two-dimensional space you do have this relationship that grows just like a regular teacher-student relationship and there is this component where you have more access as a parent so we really did fall in love with Mr. Glover and uh we know his kids and um Finn is heartbroken he's also this is the first time he's experienced death and loss and so he's very confused and I think as a parent this is like the big thing you know this is your like this is a it is very hard to explain you're never ready even if the person that you're going to say goodbye to is somebody who is suffering or somebody who's it's a long process you still have to explain to them the finality in saying goodbye. And I know you understand that. Well, it's impossible to explain it to a child when as humans, unless we're like Vatican priests, I don't know <laughs> if we really like understand it. And I don't know if you've noticed, I am not. I, my um, mother wishes I was... <laughs> 
we're pet parents and working from home has given us more time to spend with our four-legged family members, all of our family members. We're now aware of their daily needs, health issues, and well-being. So if you've noticed that your pet is itchy or smells less than pleasant, you have to try Scout's Honor. That's right. Scout's Honor uses probiotics to help with itch relief, odor control, and achieve an overall healthier skin and coat, which... I think I might try it on myself here soon because that sounds amazing. And I just would like to say I love a product that's geared towards our four-legged friends because currently they are the ones that like me the most in my family. (laughs) Yeah, we have these Labradoodles that are really hard to maintain. And they have this wonderful spray detangler shampoo and conditioner. And they smell a lot better than my yard at this point. So that's great. Absolutely, Scouts Honors probiotic grooming products are scientifically proven natural solution for treating your pet's skin problems. And you can choose from their amazing fragrances like lavender or Jen's favorite honeysuckle and sandalwood and my favorite, which is the vanilla blend. To receive 20% off your first order, go to scoutshonor.com slash mom. Remember that Scouts with a K at scoutshonor.com slash mom for 20% off your order. Scouts Honor, natural and preventative grooming solutions for pets. Hey, you know how we live to create, but you don't want to worry about the tech specs of a digital project? You mean the biggest part of our job? But yes, I do. Yes. Do you know what you can do? You can just do what you do best and let Issue handle the rest. Simply upload your PDFs and files and Issue transforms them to create the content you want. That's what's cool about it. Issue is an all-in-one platform to create and distribute your digital publications, including social media like Instagram and Facebook. They can even help you make animated Instagram stories. You can start using Issue for free, which is my favorite price, but they also offer premium features that give you a more customized experience. Get started with Issue today for free, or if you sign up for a premium account, you will get 50% off when you go to issue.com slash podcast and use promo code MOM. That's I-S-S-U-U dot com slash podcast and use promo code MOM at checkout for your free account or 50% off your premium account. That's issue.com slash podcast with promo code MOM. That's issue.com slash podcast with promo code Mom. No, I I know that death is like this thing that every religion celebrates it or at least acknowledges it. Even if you're agnostic, you're like, I don't know if there's a God, but I think there's a thing. I don't know. As long as you're somebody who's ever contemplated the beyond, I feel like I can understand you. What what I love is that almost every religion, the through line is to remember them, to celebrate them, to talk about it, to, you know, that to me is very comforting. But you can say whatever you want when someone dies and you know you're going to live the rest of your life without seeing him. It fucking sucks. And there's no simple yeah. way to say it. There's no like it, all the books and all the religions and all the beliefs. It doesn't take away that pit that feels very real when someone, you know, passes away. And I I do know there are different sizes of the seismic shake that death, you know, this was a teacher for us. The class is very affected. Um, I obviously, I think if it's somebody that's like, God forbid, a family member or like somebody really close in your circle, the impact is even greater. But Finn, Finn, just to see Finn react for the first time when he, he didn't even understand how the, what the sentence meant. We told him, 
And he just, his head was like a bobblehead. And he was like, he died, he died, he died. Like there was no, there's no making heads or tails of it. And the way he's coping is going to, every kid does it differently. We've had Mm -hmm. wonderful support from the school, which I can't tell you how much that's meant to us because it is nice to know there's resources. Like you're not, you don't have to wing it. You can have, there's counselors and people that can say, hey, historically, this has helped us. Well, I think it sucks to this time in history uh, for Finn to lose his teacher and obviously for his family because that's who he interacts with besides you guys kind of the most. And like nothing stable right now, but having that regular person not there anymore. And that's the part about death to me that never makes sense is like, I always feel like, you know, that they're like, you can't unring a bell. I'm like, well, why don't understand that? Why can't you? Why can't yeah. you just go back to that moment and like not have it be that way? I know. I don't get it. I rewind the clock. And that's what Finn keeps saying. He's like, I want things to go back to normal. He's and and the way, you know, then you have to just really the hardest part. And I know this from being a, a teacher, too, is when someone is grieving, you have to just let them be. And that's hard when you're someone that's like, I want to make you feel better. I want to make you smile. I'm going to make everything okay. You can't. You got to let them be. And that's why like people in the Midwest, man, they know how to funeral. Yeah. They, they have, there's a code. You drop off a big ass casserole that if it's any less than 2000 calories per slice, it's not, you're, you shouldn't bring it over. You bring over um, you know, a big hug and maybe maybe a bottle of something that's delicious. And you say, I'm here for you. I love you, whatever you need. And there that's a it's like a ritual. Yeah. And we don't have well, that right now. And it sucks. Yeah. That's the that's the reason that you would normally like do a funeral is that you get to like sort of bounce your grief off somebody and know that it's real and get to hear like all their memories and stuff like that. So, and the kids, they had a memorial today, right? They kind of got to. Well, the, today at school was the first day back that we've had with, um, without him. Yesterday, we had a Zoom meeting for the parents who I was really impressed. Every single parent showed up. Even parents that are divorced were in different squares you know, that were, and I was like, what's that? Like, no, I'm just kidding. And we were there. So that living room's nicer than the other one. I know. You need to Mm -hmm. go back into court. Yeah. Somebody, (laughs) I don't like her for him. So go back. So like, you're looking at all these parents and they all, we all have this look. I'm like, man, if this were normal times, we'd all meet up at a pub and we'd have beers and we would celebrate him and get to know each other. And I think there's that's sort of the circle of life is like you go, this terrible thing happened, but we will come together. We will we will be there for each other. And then these friendships in this bonding happens over these moments like this and you don't have it. So it was this weird Zoom and you could see everybody's so desperate just for to get everybody together and like find ways to make it work and we will and we'll get there and I swear to God like come six months or however long it takes I'm gonna be so drunk at a local pub with my husband and we're just gonna like toast to Mr. Glover all night long Hey Dave Yeah Randy Since we founded Bombas we've always said our socks underwear and t-shirts are super soft Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. 
Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, Kristen. Yo, Jen. As you know, we both, uh, we'll talk about on the show, we spend a lot of time in the car with our kids. We're currently California moms and all the driving that goes along with that, that's a lot of driving. It's a lot of driving. Yeah. We're either at school drop-off, pickup, weekend trips, doctor visits to soccer. You're going somewhere. You're always in the car. There's weekend trips. There's club sports, whatever it is, it usually has a driving requirement. Upon hours and sometimes good ones and sometimes not so. Uh huh. And sometimes there's other ones. Yeah. Well, we've all been there. I know for my gang, one of the hardest parts in my car ride is deciding what we're going to listen to, like something we can all Mm -hmm. agree on. Like no judgment here, folks. A lot of parents have basically surrendered to AirPod life. As long as you don't hear F-bombs, you're like, whatever. I know. It's just easier. I get it. But... Right. We want to tell you about a new podcast called Wild Interest that has something for all of us, even me, so we can all enjoy listening together as a family. Wild Interest? What's that about, Jenny? Let me tell you. It's hosted by kids. And the shows are about whatever the kids are interested in. So great. Like anything from science to history, interviews with NFL quarterbacks. I'm into that. And they mix in jokes, riddles, fun. That sounds fun. I know, right? It's very fun. The best part is the hosts are my kids' age, so they can totally relate. That's very cool. I can't relate. But I'll enjoy it. You'll enjoy it. Because they're enjoying it. That's right. Give it a listen. You won't regret it. You'll learn something and your kids will love it. Find Wild Interest anywhere you get your podcasts. Hey, Jenny. Hey, Kristen. Oh, man. We're heading into spring cleaning. We're heading into spring everything. And I couldn't be more excited to talk about bowl and branch to boot. What makes you feel like fresher and lighter than a good night's sleep on nice, clean, super soft, luxurious sheets? Nothing. I mean, Bowl and Branch brings it. And I don't know what magic they have in these sheets, but they get softer as you wash them. And I honestly, there's nothing I enjoy more than knowing at the end of the night, I get to pull back my comforter and just squeeze into this delicious bed that feels like it's someone giving me like a horizontal high five. That sounds sexy, but so are Bowl and Branch sheets. It's true. It's You can feel the quality immediately. Immediately, okay? That's right. I'm telling you, if you don't think that we know what we're talking about, there have been thousands of positive reviews. They're the best-selling sheets. They feel incredible on night one, and they get softer with every wash. They feel buttery soft, even super breathable, so they're perfect for warm months ahead, and they are loved by millions of sleepers. Get this. There are over 11,000 five-star reviews. Yeah, they're 100% organic cotton, and they're completely free of toxins. And I feel like you can tell. You're going to be able to tell right away. They have a 30-night worry-free guarantee so you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month if you don't love them, but you will. You can send them right back. Here's one thing I'm going to tell you that's really fun is we are renew we are redoing my daughter's bedroom. We're switching bedrooms for her so she has a big girl Ooh. bedroom and the first thing we're going to do is get some bowl and branch sheets so she can every night feel very special getting into her bed. I really just hope that it also helps her want to make her bed. But Look, as long as she sleeps in that delicious thing, that's all that really matters. You know, you can also get her uh, a bowl and branch blanket now that they have. They're like these cloud-like duvets, fluffy pillows, Mm. so many more things. 
she's very, very lucky. And there's all sorts of colors and there's all sorts of prints and it's just very beautiful. And it really does feel like you're doing yourself a real favor. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl and Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code hard at bowlandbranch.com. That's bowlandbranch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D-B-R-A-N-C-H.com. Promo code hard. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Yeah. Well, we, there's, oh God, there's so many things about this that I like, it makes me feel too, because I didn't even know him, but I know how it affected you and And your family. And and also just knowing that you have to say that, that like life becomes very real for your kid in a moment. You're like, oh shit. Part of your childhood just changed. You know, in another world, you don't even have to deal with this because no. there's not everybody in the world getting COVID. No. Like, and I'll tell you this, I'll, I'll tell you straight up and I'm probably going to get in some trouble, but you whatever. know, my heart broke when I heard Mr. Glover died. My heart broke. We've been through hell in LA. We, we are cooped up. Everybody likes to shit on LA and they're like, well, you could just move. And you're like, it's my fucking home. I've been here mm-hmm. 20 years Am I just supposed come to visit and you'll see why visit. we don't. Yeah. But I called my parents. I called my mom to tell her and they're at a bar having drinks. And, you know, their 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 way of living is different in Nebraska. Their people are looser. They're they're they have restaurants that are open. I mean, God forbid you don't get nachos one night, but I was mad at them and I'm still a little mad at them. And I, uh, you know, they my we this is just another divide in our in the time and space that I want to stop. I want it all to stop. Everything like sort of right now compounds because it's like, it's different than like a car accident. Like if there was this plague of car accidents, you sort of see it happen and you see that there's evidence that it exists. But when it all happens in a hospital or it doesn't happen immediately in front of you, you can act like it's really not even happening. I mean, because you can be talking like somebody can have it and be totally fine. Too. Yes. So that's, can have the, COVID. that's the weirdest part. And like, I swear to God, my parents are like, well, we know someone who is 76 and open heart surgery and they had it and they were mowing their lawn the next day. And I'm like, well, good on you. Like, good. I'm glad that person is OK. I my son's teacher is not and he has a fourth grader and a fifth grader and they're going to live their life without their parents or without their their parents being together and their dad is gone because I feel like I'm living in the freaking twilight zone. It is the twilight zone. And you like this is how upset I was. Just in the last like the last week has been this weird, hellacious, like the sky's falling. Like, well, it just, we've had a, it. it's getting closer to home. It's the ripple is moving closer to us. So we feel even more. One in one in five people have it. And like the guy who came and fixed our uh, our gas line the other day was like, oh, yeah, three of my friends have died. You're like, Like, why are we so aloof? Because they're like, uh, well, because it's hitting certain groups of people. If you live in Beverly Hills, you don't know anybody who's probably died of it. But if you know somebody that is like works in medicine, construction, a grocery store, a teacher, they've had it. All my teacher friends have had it by now. Like if it's like, but God, hold on. What was they going to say? Let me back it up. So we, Chris and I were getting COVID tests. She was driving in another car, obviously we're in separate cars. So we get tests so we can see each other and I'm driving back and it's 
pain. You have to drive through cones and cones and cones and loops and loops and loops and loops yeah. and do this task. Three hours but we're, start to finish. But we're trying to keep each other's families safe. So I'm getting off the freeway, finally getting home. Yeah. And there's a guy who's just blocking traffic. He's just blocking oh, traffic because he needs to like turn off the freeway into a left lane so he can make an immediate left. And that would make me crazy like on any other day. But he's blocking traffic. So I and my big, huge... White minivan <laughs> that looks like a neutered whale. It's so oh. like if you have a cool car, you can honk and it's like people are like, whoa. But you have a minivan and they're like, take a Midol, bitch. Yeah, they're but like, if you have yeah. your minivan, which looks like you like work some shit out on that, like it's they're scared up. of you. It looks like they're like, she doesn't care. Show I don't ram think, your ass on the freeway, my friend. Lots of scuffs on it. But I so I honked at this car because it, it, nobody else was. There's like two cars in front of me. I wasn't honking at this guy for not moving. And I did. And this guy next to me has his window down and he's smoking cigarettes. And there is something about somebody who's like 75, 80 smoking a cigarette that's a little belligerent. You're yeah, like, you're like dodged right. a bullet, sir. Yeah, you're going to test it. You're going to like maybe start smoking at 80 if you've like yeah. lived a pretty good life. But then it's we like, could call it if it was a new smoker. You can tell just by how they hold the cigarette. No. I'd be like, this, this is, is your career, third sir. This is a career professional. smoker. Yeah. He had like the and finger he, gripped around the thing and then he can talk while it's in his mouth. That's a career smoker. He yelled at me <gasps> for honking. How dare he? Gross. He was like, what are you honking at? And originally I was upset. I'm like, oh, how can you not, how can you be paying so little attention that you're not noticing the car in front of you doing an asshole move? Like maybe quit smoking and pay attention a little better. So you know <laughs> what is a danger to be had. Yeah. But then he kept saying, what are you doing? Everybody hot, like screaming at me. <laughs> so I, I put my mask on and I rolled down my window and I go, wear a fucking mask, buddy. <laughs> and then I rolled up my window again and I took my mask off and I took my Chrysler back on the road. And you were like, I home. feel a little bit better about things. I, I feel a little I bit better. I worked some stuff out on him, which he absolutely deserved. But it was like, how, why do I spend all of my time worried about your ass and everybody yeah. else's if you're just you're just a consummate dick to everybody because that's what doing the right thing means that's what nobody wants to tell your kid like when they say like do the right thing uh be a better person rise above it walk away from that thing you want to say that's so mean drive and not get mad at somebody who's being an idiot like you have that is Trust me, there's nothing harder for someone like me because I want to do the wrong thing. And it, <laughs> but I'm well, of course. it feels it's good. And we're all like so jacked up right now. The world is jacked up. But I will say I will say this on on a note of things that um, took my breath away uh, in a positive way is that I posted about Mr. Glover today on Instagram, which I wasn't going to do. I wasn't going to do it, but then I was like, I, but I'm nobody's clown. Like I'm a human. So we, we kind of live these outward yeah. lives. If I don't talk about this and then I go back to like posting pictures of movie night in my house, it feels 
like for what you and I stand for, it feels uh, like I'm not being honest. So, well, yeah, I was I was hoping that you would. And I, I didn't want to I know. ask you to do it because I think you do that when you're ready or when you feel it. And also, if I said like, oh, you should share what you're feeling, then it would you would feel like you had to say it in a certain way. And you said it like. Yeah, it, it, thank you. I used to take all these different supplements and I got to say, like, some of it was to give me like energy and some of it was I thought it would make me look younger. I don't know. But anyways, <laughs> we all have our different reasons. But I was taking 19 different things in these huge horse pills. And now and vitamins I just... are the worst and they make you feel burfy. Exactly. And athletic greens. But the one thing I have to say is I, I posted this uh, this post felt very vulnerable um felt like i was giving i love the um quote um may his memory be a blessing i love that i like that idea so i was like i'm gonna put it out there man there's people that don't know mr glover and i want i want his name to like pass through people's i don't know i want to put it out there in a positive way and uh man my heart just like exploded when i saw like there's like thousands and thousands and thousands of people saying kind, warm, loving, yeah. supportive things. And I think about those kids and I, all I can think about is those kids and uh, his kids. Yeah. Is Finn's, is, uh, the daughter is Finn's classmate and has been for two years. And um, she's just the sweetest thing. And their son is one year older. And I think to myself, I just want anything that it can roll forward in a positive way to roll to them. And I know I obviously think about the wife because she's lovely, but there's just something about those kids and enduring oh. what they're dealing with right now that I'm like, I just want, I want all the good that can come from this to go like a thoroughfare right to them. So yeah. um, this has been a really uh, tough time. It's nothing compared to what their family is in, is, is living through. But I do think, uh, this is also just a big shout out to teachers because I think, man, they must feel so tired. They must feel oh, yeah. so tired and they're doing great. My kid, you know, loved, learned, let, let, let's put it this way. Mr. Glover is on with my son from whatever, nine to however they have it set up, nine to one or whatever it is. And <laughs> never yells at my kid. If I'm with my kid from nine to nine fifteen, I've yelled at him twice. I've threatened to oh take my. away his iPad, and I've yelled at him twice between nine a.m. and nine fifteen. So of yeah. course, Finn <laughs> feels like the one who who liked him the most is now not playing. Well, when we you know we started back today too, and I've got the two kids different rooms, different Zooms. And uh, somehow I managed to walk in to yell at Dash. <laughs> and because his deal is he's following along, but he's also reading something online or like doing a side project while he's listening. And I tell him, I'm like, it's not respectful to your teacher if you're not looking at what she wants you to look at. Like you're not... Yeah. She spends her time getting that ready for you. So look at it. Just at least humor, whatever, yeah. you know, yeah. like, and I went in there and I was like, what are you doing? You, can you not just look at what she's looking at? <laughs> You're talking about the population, uh, the Sudan. And he's like, uh, it's my turn to talk. Oh. I'm, t I'm telling about the Sudan. 
And I, so oh, I was like, no. Carry on. Pa- Carry I like, on. Le- yeah, my apologies. Excellent job, everybody. And then, and then she's like, then I'm I- sorry, everybody. I'm not wearing a shirt. I'm wearing an Olga yeah. bra with a, with no support. Clearly I breastfed. So I, sorry, everybody. And then not 10 minutes later, I walked into Delilah's room and did the same thing. I know because we're just the monsters. She's holding up this like little yellow rabbit talking. And I'm like, that's not appropriate. You're not supposed to have toys while you're supposed to be listening. And she's like, I'm showing it. Oh, no, Jess. And I was like, carry on. Well, we've been off on break. So like. Eleanor, the, here's here's the thing. Life, At least she knows I'm trying, right? Yeah, they know I'm they, trying. They know, doing we're, it wrong. they know we're trying. So Eleanor lost a tooth last night, which I thought was so significant because in the middle of all of this sadness, like it just shows that like life is moving forward no matter what. Like keeps life, going. it keeps going. And it's a wonderful uh, reminder that like to step, put one foot in front of the other and and move, move forward. So Eleanor lost a tooth. But Eleanor is my kid who she'll play it like quiet so you don't notice she's being naughty. But Finn is outwardly naughty. He's like me. He's like meant to get caught. Eleanor is a little <laughs> little cooler. So we were in with Finn today because when they were going to make the announcement that he, the t- uh, Mr. Glover had passed, um, which the school handled it so wonder. I, I can't give enough credit to these teachers and the administration who put their wings around our kids and said, we're going to help them. And not just a day, for weeks, for months, for however long they want. And we were like, wow, this is awesome. So we went in with Finn today and we just sat and we weren't in his shot, God forbid. But we were in the room with him for a couple hours just to like get them through the grief counseling and stuff. And so Colin would go check on Eleanor and then I would go check on Eleanor and then Colin would go check on Eleanor. And every time I went back in her room and I was like, was she wearing that many bows in her hair when I left? By the time <laughs> we got out of there, Eleanor looked like Phyllis Diller. She had like taken stickers and put them all over her ears, like earrings. She had 14 different clips in her hair and she'd done her nails. This is the fourth time she's done her nails during class. I, I'm like, miss your teacher can see you. Like, I know. What are you doing we are grieving a teacher. Give me a day. You won't get one. You don't get one. You don't That's get one. Thing. I'm kind you of grateful it about it. It does not matter what kind of grief you're dealing with. And I tell you what, Mr. Glover's wife, like whatever she is dealing with, and it must be heavy, she is still going to deal with All the this- shit of Ev. Every day. It doesn't go away. You feel like it should take a break. It it, doesn't. It doesn't. And here's something really interesting. If anybody out there is dealing with grief, this is something that the grief counselor said to me that like, like really hit me hard because first of all, they're like, when as a parent, you have to say, you know, you have to talk to your kids for the first time. You remember the first time you experienced loss. So it's very impactful. Third grade Mm -hmm. is the year biologically and, and mentally as as children, you start to understand mortality. So your third and fourth grade years are very important in sort of like how you view the world. So when you experience loss in third and fourth grade, it's even, it's, it's magnified because you get it. Like in kindergarten, you'd be like, Oh, I don't think I know what that means, but yeah, you start to like think about thinking. Yeah. You think about thinking, you think about death, like 
they have questions. And oh my God, there's a million questions that come after any big, heavy conversation. You're never just in and out. It's like, oh my God, where's what's heaven? Was there a hell? And you're like, I can't unpack that. I, I got this tidbit of information and that's about it. But the grief counselor said that adults experience grief as like a giant blanket, like a heavy blanket. It You wake up, you are sad. You sort of, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you sort of exist in sadness. You you cry when you need to. You experience sadness. Children, on the other hand, do it in fits and spurts. So, so we as adults look at them and go like, why aren't you more upset? But it's because their energy level is they're able to go play and then feel sad and then go play and feel sad yeah. and say something that's like, no emotion, but super heavy. Like, yeah, Finn was like, yeah, you know what? Um, I really because it came to around to him and he had to talk and he's like, yeah, I had a good Christmas break. Uh, had a really good dinner for Christmas Eve. Uh, played the piano a little bit. Thought about Mr. Glover. Thought about my dad dying. That was about it. And I was like, good God. And I I was like, Finn's going to trigger the whole the whole class. And I I but I like freaked in that minute. But then I was like, this is his way of their children. They're doing it different. Like I got to chill out, back off, let him be. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com And he probably, no, I know this about him. I'm not going to say probably. I'm going to say definitely because one of my favorite things about Finn (laughs) is that he's very earnest. And like, I remember like. At Dash's birthday, when he his fifth birthday, Finn's, you know, yeah. <laughs> two years older than he is. Dash was having some weird meltdown. And <laughs> his dad, my husband was in like trying to talk him down, like figure out what was going on. And Finn just walked in the room as if nobody was there. And he goes, Dash, why are you crying? There's a party going on. I What? Everybody wants to have fun at your birthday party. Can't you just go out there and have fun? And like. He was literally saying like what we're all thinking. So I feel like Finn has genetically inherited this gift of relaying your feelings in a relatable way to people yeah. that that you have, Kristen, where Thank he you. said that and probably that is the scariest thing for kids when their teacher dies. They're like, oh, that can happen to anybody. Well, that yeah. can happen to my mom. That can happen to my dad. That can happen yep. to me. That's scary. And yep. honestly, I know that that's the case because it's scary for me. I The first thing I did selfishly, I'm a shit bag, was like, <laughs> how how old was Mr. Glover? Because I'm yeah. so scared about my husband. They're well, the same everybody's age, doing the math. Everybody's doing the math. He was 52 years old. He was young. He was spry. It makes no sense. You can unpack it however you want with when whatever you need. You know, like, look, I'm not trying to get like an edge to me. I'm just saying like, I think people often look at like, well, that person was overweight or that person they had do. diabetes. And I'm like, yeah. you know what? Show me an American over the age of 30 that doesn't have a pre-existing condition. We, if you haven't, Absolutely. like, we've all had, like, some version of a virus or, uh, like, it half the country doesn't. has herpes. Like, 
I mean, it literally doesn't matter because I have a friend who is diabetic and he was like, I didn't know I had it. The only reason I noticed I had it was because my wife got tested and she was positive. So I got tested and I was positive, but he didn't, we didn't even know he was sick. Yeah. It's different. And there's not, I, all of us would love to like have this blame way of knowing. Yeah. But people yeah. get lung cancer and never smoked a day in their life. Yep. There is just stuff that happens. And then there's the 80-year-old asshole who's smoking on the freeway. There's like, but but the truth is. How is that guy not shot by now? Two it's Los Angeles. <laughs> you don't yell at people for honking. You don't do like. That's such a terrible idea. It's that's such a, a bad plan. It's a bad plan. And truthfully, like, I think I wear my mask because. I'm okay with protecting that guy. And listen, some asshole that comes up that takes care of business on his own with that guy, that's another story. But I'm going to wear a mask for that guy and anybody else out there just because it's it's the it's your it's your single line of defense and I'm just going to do it. I look, I'm check man. I have a very strong bridge of my nose. If you look closely, I've got a red mark across the top cuz masks are highly uncomfortable to someone with a profile like mine but i will tell you that i don't care i don't care i don't no. care and 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 you if you get it and you're a mask wearer that happens all the time this is this is not something that should divide us this is something that should unite us and it's already hard enough people are scared people are alone people have to quarantine you have to be sick by yourself it's a shitty time i just think that um, losing Mr. Glover brought it all home for us and made me realize, like, I need to lighten up a little bit. I mean, I'm still mad at my parents. So I'm not going to let go on that. But I, I do think that uh, it just taught me that, like, life is short and we got to, like, we got to be in it and we got to be there, like, for the kids. I know that sounds corny, but, like, these little people, they've been through a lot. Oh, God, that's my number one. Like... I don't know why it's in my head where I'm like, well, I'd be fine because there's no reason, you know, there, it's not. Right. Uh, we're all doing the same math. We're like, well, yeah. what do I have that would make it hard? Yeah. But then I worry about my husband because he has Lyme disease and like he gets when he gets sick, like if he just gets the flu, it's really bad. And then it's like develops in the Lyme disease and like it causes neurological and heart shit. So I worry about it. Yeah, I know you guys and do. And I tell him. He's good about not taking risks, but like he goes out and he talks to the garbage man because something or he talks to the gas line guy. And I'm like, I want our kids to have a happy life. So don't make foolish decisions. Yeah. Like don't throw like, the wear dice. Wear a damn mask. He and always does. Yeah. But I'm like, don't. I, I don't. I don't. You know, if it, it, like you, you can't don't ease up right now. I know this is the the other thing we're in this like um, I think everybody you can sense it in the world everybody feels a lot of fatigue and um, and uh, fatigue in a way that you I thought three months ago we were experiencing and it feels like I know that's nothing but I'm still hopeful just the fact it's 21 feels awesome you can sense there's a hopefulness I don't want this to be a sign or to have people be like, oh, here we go. 21, shut the bed. Because I'm going to believe that this is going to be a better year. I'm going oh, yeah. to believe that. And my Finn is okay. Finn, Finn is okay. He's going to be okay. This is a life lesson that is inevitable. It, if it's not, you know, 
a teacher. It would be a grandparent. It would be, you know, like, like life happens. Death is a part of life. It's just a shitty part of being a parent. You want to protect your kids from all the bad news. By the way, on that note, I've got to tell you this. So as you know, as a parent, when there are these moments that are heavy and intense is generally when the funniest shit in your life happens. Kind of like always like you're like you can even like there were moments on this like grieving uh, Zoom with all these parents. I was like, I normally wouldn't. I'm I shouldn't find this funny, but I'm just going to make a little note that this was funny, you know, because that's how I (laughs) cope. That's how I cope. Yeah. I'm always writing like bits or whatever. And I'm I cope that way. a paper thin line between comedy and tragedy. Totally. Course. And we dip our toes in that all the time. And there's like, you know, there's always one like stereotypical dad who's like, oh, just wondering, uh, when are we going to get back to work? Is there going to be is there going to be a delay in the academics? I'm like, buddy, the teacher just died. Yeah. Can we give it a minute? And it's COVID and we're in remote learning. Your kid's not going to Harvard anyway. Like, just <laughs> quit. Quick question for those of us out here on the Zoom that are hoping to uh, (laughs) deny, suppress our feelings. Uh, What are some distractions and concerns you can give me or something to be angry about that I can complain about rather than worry about About my my inevitable demise? Right. Is there anything else uh, on the docket that we can talk about other than what we should be talking about and why we're here? So there's always always one, but I, I make a note because I'm like, yeah, it's shit's funny. Like there's always there is always one. And if you don't think there's always one, it's you. There's always <laughs> there's always one a-hole in the group. And if you don't know if you're looking around like, no, there's not. It's you. I'm sorry, but own it. Like it's who how it is. So I tell Finn, I so we're in um Oh God, this is a terrible. Yeah, I want to make sure we get back to long division as soon as possible because that feels way important right now than you know this global pandemic that will be talked about for the next thousand years of history and the loss of this incredible teacher. But let's uh, if uh, can we get back to weekly reader? I'm just wondering. Anybody else on Schoology enjoying it? Uh, He saw. I I bet you a hundred bucks that guy puts. Uh, apostrophes in the wrong location anyways as an adult yeah yeah, i think the second he did it his wife did a slow turn and like was like will you shut he's like you know like because everybody but you know what think if he was eight we'd be like he's just grieving and doesn't know where i can put it he's no different but the thing is at this age he should he should be man enough to know that it's okay to be sad there was a big burly dad named colin sweeney who i'm married to who, who could not uh it it broke my heart because we were in different squares because he was at um he was at his theater which is empty and he was working there and he got on the zoom and he was deeply moved by this and he spent a lot of time with mr glover because he works for the like basically the pta he helps with all the um yeah. fundraising and stuff and and uh they were good buds and Colin is this affable, big, kind of angry Irishman who is nothing but a big ball of goo. And like he was a he was a very emotional person on this Zoom. And I think it like really caught at least it definitely like there were other dads that were like, I just want to know if anybody wants to Zoom and talk about our feelings. And I was like, that's what yeah. we should be doing. We should be OK with that. Let's do that. Let's do that. 
Well, it was, it's like permission because I don't know if we talked about this before, but we have a friend and I'm not going to say who it was, but we, we have a friend in common who has endured like the worst sort of shocking and abrupt tragedy um, that was very close to her, like one of the closest people yeah. in her life. Yeah. And I don't know what good comes from like horrible things happening, but I can tell you a good thing that came from that happening was she is okay with grief and it doesn't matter like how little or unimportant it feels to you. If she hears that it happened, she shows up at your house with cookies and flowers and makes you cry because you need to like yeah, she's a like person talk about it. Tell me. Are you like she, she just asks questions that sometimes you're scared to ask because you're like, I'm going to make this person cry. I know. Hey, why are you so worried about crying? They're going to anyway. Just yeah. let them do it in front of you so you can put your hand on them or. But we can't right whatever. now, which sucks. I know. Which I know. Sucks. But, but let you're your right. Husband, let your husband let cry, cry and just rub his back and tell. We're never going to tell anybody. That well, I, I gave him sweet if you sexual love. Is that, that okay? No, I'm just I think kidding. I did not. Honestly, I did not. Oh, I did not. But if I would have like done he that, he would, get... he would cry all the time. We would never I get any work that's done. That's true. He'd use it against you. He'd but use I it feel against like me. That would be a thing men would understand. They'd be like, oh, okay, you do understand. You know? <laughs> if I show my feelings and I am a little emotionally available, I get laid. That's weird. I should try that. I'm like, have you not met? Have you not watched Bridgerton? Like, be be a oh, man. I gotta start. Okay, so let me tell you this. So, um, and then I'll I'll wrap it up because I think this has been a really nice conversation about this because I have felt just raw, but you'll love this. So, <laughs> so Finn finally had a minute. He has been very, I don't know if this sounds like anyone you know, but my son uh, didn't want to talk about his feelings, kind of wanted to joke about stuff didn't want to uh talk directly about it just wanted to watch like a good series on television called unsolved mysteries uh mm. every time i talked to him or asked him questions he would deflect it and make it something else and just wanted to get over it very quickly and then finally uh with no question at all the Hold thing on. was this was this quote unquote thin person wearing a blue plaid shirt. <laughs> I'm wearing a blue plaid shirt. My son's wearing a blue plaid. You know what, Jen? You know what? Now you're making some points. You're making some points. Mm -hmm. So Finn, mm -hmm. so Finn, um, it was such a bizarre thing what set him uh, what made him come undone is we were talking about the school year and he goes, How am I going to learn? I learned from Mr. Glover and he was mad that there was a substitute. And he was like, he was like, she doesn't know what he's doing. It, it, I was like, he doesn't, Finn doesn't get that. Like there, Mr. Glover isn't coming back to like, like he doesn't like, this is work undone. So Finn, it, it kind of like started to sink in and he sobbed. And of course, Colin sobbed and then we were talking about the meeting with the parents and we said Finn everybody in this class cares so much about you and cares about all the kids and we want to keep you guys together this is a big deal and 
I said, he goes, I said, I don't know how the word divorce came up, but it was basically like every parent showed up, even the Just, ones. It's always on the tip of your tongue. <laughs> it's, always, it's always on the tip of the tongue. But, but so, so in the middle of the conversation, Finn's having this very like emotional moment. My husband has tears in his eyes and we're, we're talking to Finn and we're like, everything's going to be okay. Even parents that were divorced we're at that meeting, like parents that like, that's everybody showing up. And, and he said something about divorce and Colin said, you know, my parents were divorced and everything was okay. And Finn, like, it was like his head exploded and he was like, grandma's divorced. And we were like, in that moment, we realized we've never told the kids. <laughs> that, <laughs> that, that harlot. <laughs> we've never told the kids that Colin's parents are divorced, that Colin's dad is, has passed away. So they, we've never felt the need. So Finn is like, the world is coming. Like the fact that grandma Gerald divorced Greg, Gerald, it's like now it's so it's too I, much at once. Too I much at once. Too and much. I go, hey, we could have talked about that on another day since mm -hmm. we're dealing with the tragic loss of a teacher. But thank you. It's so Finn's like, my grandparents are divorced. Oh my God. And I said, oh, Finn, how did that not come up? I think we just didn't want to. Well, we like to do everything in one day. Yeah, obviously. I mean, we're going to finish the sex talk later. We're going to just do all the hard conversations today. We're going to talk about hey, death. At least you don't have to tell your kids that you were married before daddy. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm not looking forward to that kind of You know what? They don't need to know nothing. They don't need to know nothing. You can deny until you, what, 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 what? I'm Why? still lying to my husband about it. So if I just tell anybody anything. Here's well, here's what I think is like, you know, I love the movie Coco and it came out like I right know. after my dad died. And I love the idea of like you talk about people, you celebrate them, you 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 keep their spirit alive. You just yep. do that. And like we talk about my dad all the time with the kids. And in the car the other day, Delilah was making this like funny voice that we were all giggling at and when we stopped laughing she goes you know I think grandpa Jerry would have laughed at that voice and I was oh. like yeah he would have and yeah. I love that because he told he would have you know and it's like it that she thought of that and that made her feel good in that moment keeps, yeah keeps people alive you know do that, you like, feel like you've got do you feel like over time you've become I don't know. Does it feel easier? That's such a weird question. Do you feel like over time you've learned to the cope waves get a bit further apart? Oh, that's, that's nice that's, way of putting it. That's the best analogy. It's not like sweeping you under all the time. They get further apart. And the only like my grandpa was the first like he was big. big. Death. He was yeah. huge for me. Yeah. Like, like good dad. It, and I wasn't as like well equipped as a human being to handle yes, that. That's the thing. Um, so it was horrible. Like I physically couldn't even handle it. Like I wouldn't be able to like drive my car. It was like yeah. such an overwhelming feeling. But um, 
I I notice all the time that like my thoughts of him are a blessing. They're peace yeah. in a moment. I like see a butterfly or a kind of flower that he liked or something in nature. He loved pigs. I see pictures of pigs and it just feels like this hats off hello oh. sort of thing. And and it and it will it's just it's just time and distance. Yeah, I I I think our our you know, this is a um I think this podcast was a really special one because I want this to be like a love letter to Mr. Glover and also just this sort of long, long winded prayer to his kids and to his wife. And I hope and I pray that um, they know how beloved he was and that uh, I hope all the teachers out there know that like you're doing great. Like your your bad day is still a good day because you're not. Uh, you're not the parents like that's all the kids care about they're like you're not my mom and dad so you v- are validated you you validate me and I they like yeah and they, it's they so have ten, 10 times as much to deal with and they're still doing it with a, a good attitude well I think it's um an undisputed fact that Mr. Glover is our he's our hot flash he's our hot flash he would love and, that uh, he would think you know uh, we were on a parent teacher conference one time and I had that giant wine glass that um, a mom gave us. That's like a comically large wine glass. And then I had a mom so hard on the screen on the zoom. <laughs> and then I had, we had done something one night. So we had like four bottles of wine and he's like, he's like, uh, I really enjoy he's English and I'm going to butcher the accent, but he's like, um, I really enjoy what's, uh, in the background, uh, have you already started? Is that the kind of glass size you need to get through these days? And he goes, he goes, that's why I have a zoom background because I don't want you to see the 50 bottles of scotch that are behind me. (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) So I raise a glass to you, Mr. Glover. Cheers to you, you, Mr. Glover. All the teachers and to all of you out there. And I'm sorry if I said something mean about my parents, kind of. You know what? Facts are facts. Facts are facts. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.